You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To get this show every day, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Mets. On today's show, I'm going to go through some names that the Mets could hire in their front office for the two positions That have already been outlined, President of Baseball Operations and General Manager. The first half of the show, I'm just going to run through a long list of names of guys that have been floated as potential candidates for these jobs. Then, in the second half of the show, I'm going to narrow it in on my really early picks to be the Mets' next General Manager and President of Baseball Operations. Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter at FinkelsteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing about the Mets at MetsMariseOnline.com. Now, today, on Tuesday at 12.30, Sandy Alderson and Steve Cohen are going to speak with the media. So we might learn something then. And who knows, I might be forced to record another podcast. I'm not planning on doing a rapid reaction show to that. I will cover everything from that press conference on Wednesday. But if we get some breaking news, I'm going to have to do what I can to keep you all updated. Still, right now, from what we've heard so far, there's going to be a president of baseball operations under Sandy Alderson, where Sandy Alderson is just president, right? There's also going to be a GM. So here are 15 names of interest for the Mets GM search, and this is from Anthony DiComo and Mark Feinsand of MLB.com. They Put a list together, so I'm just going to read through it. You have Billy Owens, who has been in Oakland for almost 20 years now. He is the Athletics Assistant GM and their Director of Player Personnel. We'll talk about him a little bit more later. I think he is a great fit for the Mets. This is a guy who has worked with Sandy Alderson, has also worked under Sandy Alderson's protege, Billy Bean, in Oakland for years now. So I think he makes a lot of sense. Move over to Bobby Heck. He is currently a special assistant to the Rays GM, Eric Neander. Obviously, if you can get anyone out of the Rays for an office, that's a good option. Moving down, you have Peter Woodfork, who is working in Major League Baseball right now. They mentioned him as a name. He's also previously worked with the Red Sox as well as the Diamondbacks. You have Emiel Saade, who is the senior vice president and assistant GM For the Diamondbacks, he also was previously with the Red Sox for 15 years. Chris Young, as the name Mets fans will be familiar with, the 6'10 pitcher who spent some time in New York. He was also on the Royals in the World Series back in 2015. He also is working in Major League Baseball right now as their Senior Vice President of Baseball Operations. This is a Princeton graduate. He's mentioned... I would be surprised if they went that route, although he does have a past relationship with Sandy Alderson that dates back to when Alderson was in San Diego. 
John Rico, I've mentioned in recent episodes, he, of course, was with the Mets for a long time. He was the right-hand man to Alderson back when he was the GM. He's been serving in more of a business role since Sandy left, but he can go back to the baseball side. I still don't expect that. I Well, I would... I'm not saying I don't expect him to be in the baseball side, but I would be surprised if he was the next GM. Along those lines, though, you also have J.P. Riccardi and Paul D. Podesta, who they mentioned in this article. It seems like D. Podesta is happy with the Cleveland Browns, where he is leading up their football department. So I don't know if he's really going to come back to baseball just to work under Alderson again. Riccardi is working as an advisor in the Giants front office. That one makes more sense to maybe come back to the Mets. You have a couple of Indians executives who they mentioned here, Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff. Antonetti is their president. Chernoff is the GM. I don't know if either of them was looking for a lateral move, although Steve Cohen could potentially offer them more money. Then again, if they're under contract, is it going to take anything to poach one of those guys? If it is a lateral move, are you trading for Chris Antonetti and Francisco Lindor. I don't necessarily know if that is a path the Mets want to go down, but we'll see if those guys eventually get interviewed. You then have more people that I don't necessarily know if they're available. They listed Theo Epstein, who still has a year under contract with the Cubs. David Stearns, who was brought up the last time the Mets were hiring a GM. He's a New York City native. They say he grew up rooting for the Mets, but he is running things in Milwaukee. So does he really want to leave there to come and be the main guy with the Mets? You have Matt Arnold listed. He has been apparently in the running for a lot of GM jobs. Uh, The Pirates last year, they mentioned the Angels this offseason. He began to build his reputation, they say, working with the Rays. And he's now working under Stearns in Milwaukee. Jared Portner, they mentioned here, who is working as an assistant GM in Arizona. He also comes from the Epstein tree, dating back to Boston. So that's a potential name. You have Scott Sharp, who is working under Dayton Moore in Kansas City. Zach Scott, who is a longtime executive for the Red Sox, part of the group that was running the team prior to their hiring of Heim Bloom. Of course, a guy that came from the Rays, who I think the Mets should have hired two years ago. Moving down the list, she still has Zach Rosenthal as another option. He has been in Colorado's front office for years now. So he could be a potential guy who is looking to get a GM job as he is currently the assistant to Jeff Brittick. And from there, that's it. That's their 15 different candidates. All of that is to say there's a lot of names. And I think the most important thing to take from that list is some of the big names that were mentioned never would have considered the Mets previously. But now this is a very, very enticing job opportunity for an executive because you have the ability to go to New York City to potentially have more rain. I mean, we'll see what the interview process looks like and they'll really get a feel for what that job entails. But from everything they've been saying, these executives are going to have a pretty good amount of control. And we don't believe Steve Cohen is going to be that much of a meddler. So that gives you, obviously, a better vibe just going into an interview than the reputation that Jeff Wilpon had. And then on top of that, you have the flexibility 
of being able to spend in free agency and really have all of your options open when it comes to the financial aspect. So this is clearly one of the top available jobs on the market right now if you're an executive. I think all these guys are going to be throwing their hat in the ring, and we'll see who gets chosen. We'll also see if Sandy Alderson and Steve Cohen illuminate us about their direction a little bit when they meet with the media. When we get back in a minute, though, I'm going to talk about my picks right now just based off of resumes, who I think fits this situation the best for the Mets, Steve Cohen and Sandy Alderson. Before we even hear Sandy Alderson or Steve Cohen talk about this, Before we know some of the names that are going to be interviewed for sure, here is just my gut reaction to who I'd like to see the Mets hire. The first name that comes to mind to me to be the president of baseball operations is Mike Chernoff. This is a guy who has a long experience in baseball, working with analytics, who could be getting a promotion by taking this job. I don't necessarily want to see someone make a lateral move because I wonder if some type of compensation has to be given to that other team. And as great as Theo Epstein is, don't know if I want to trade something to get him. Mike Chernoff to me is an executive that just speaks to stability. He worked his way up as an intern with the Indians, eventually becoming the assistant GM to make him the general manager after he was getting opportunities elsewhere, getting interviews and such. They promoted Chris Ananetti to become the new president of baseball operations and Chernoff became the GM after the 2015 season. Now, I think that's around the same time that the executive who went to Toronto, his name is escaping me right now. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can see the dude's face. Mark Shapiro. So I think that all happened when Mark Shapiro left. But that just shows you the stability of Cleveland, how they've promoted from within and kind of filtered through. And Chernoff would technically be the next guy in line to take over as the president. And I guess if the Mets were able to pull Chris Ananetti in, maybe Chernoff gets a promotion to president of baseball operations. But I like the idea of getting Chernoff to come in as your new president of baseball operations, a guy with a lot of experience to be the top dog right under Sandy. And then you bring in Billy Owens as the GM. To me, Billy Owens needs to be a part of the Mets new front office one way or another. He just makes too much sense. A guy who, as I already mentioned, has worked with Alderson over the last couple of years, but someone who is heralded as this incredible scout who can really identify talent. I look at Billy Owens and I say, this is the guy that's going to rebuild the Mets farm system. He's going to have now more avenues to bring in talent than he ever did in Oakland. So that's going to be something that I'm sure will entice him as well as the promotion and title. And he is a guy who gets the analytics, who has now a long standing in baseball where I'm sure he knows a lot of people, someone who really fits the bill of a guy that's going to grind it out 
and really be the executive that can manage the analytics department and can really be another bridge from the top of the front office down. I really like the idea of Billy Owens being that next guy to take over that position of the general manager. He is way more qualified than Brody Van Wagenen was. He has paid his dues. I think he makes just a ton of sense. And on top of that, he's also a minority hire. So that's good to bring in an African-American to take over that position. It's good for baseball to bring in more minority hires. And I think he is just the perfect fit for the Mets. Again, if he's your president of baseball operations and you hire other guys under him, that's fine too. But I do like the idea of getting some top executives for multiple teams. Bringing in Chernoff, bringing in Owens. I think that would be a really nice start for the Mets front office. And if they can somehow, whether it's just from a good salary or otherwise, pull in Bobby Heck as well and get someone from the Rays as into this front office, now you're starting to cook with gas. Maybe he gets the title. Head of analytics, assistant GM, whatever it is. But I think that would be a dream trio to have under Sandy Alderson. Sandy Alderson serving as the overseer, the direct communication to Steve Cohen that trickles down. You have Chernoff and his longtime experience at the top of an organization. Also as a GM with his relationships around baseball, talking to other GMs, being part of the GM meetings now for whatever, five or six years. And then you have Billy Owens with his background in scouting, being the new GM, being responsible for building out the farm system. And if you could round it out with Bobby Heck, who knows the analytics, who's been part of, in my opinion, the best front office in baseball, who does more with less than anyone, who knows what the Rays have been doing with their positioning, knows what the Rays have been looking for when they're identifying these bullpen arms where they get guys out of nowhere and turn them into late-inning relievers who are getting paid $500,000 and delivering like elite closers. If you bring all those guys together, now you're really starting to build something special. And the incredible thing is that could be where the money goes. If the money goes into your front office, you might not like it on the front end if the Mets aren't spending like crazy on players and they instead invest all the money into the front office. But if you want a well-built and stable organization moving forward, that's where baseball is going. It's going towards getting the smartest people in the room so that you can find the different shortcuts and areas where there are inefficiencies that you can exploit and create a winning team out of it. That's what we see the best teams in baseball do. And with the organizations like the Dodgers, the Yankees, even the Astros recently, the teams that are able to combine the analytics with the spending are the ones that are perennial contenders every year. The Rays, they were great this season. They find a way to compete. But they got to strike lightning in a bottle every couple years to make legitimate runs because they have to turn over that roster. The Mets will have the capability to find these players, to build out a great team and a great farm system, but also be able to 
go out and spend a little bit, keep guys together, and really build something that will last. The first steps of that is building out a front office, and I think that's what we're going to hear Steve Cohen and Sandy Alderson talk about. That's going to be a big part of their focus in this press conference. You should definitely tune in. It's streaming everywhere, Facebook, Twitter. It'll be on SNY as well. So you can finally hear your new owner talk. You can hear Sandy Alderson return and bring that stability that the Mets have lacked for the past couple of years under Brody. Get that back. And I think we're going to start to see the dominoes fall in line pretty quick here. As the Mets, as I've mentioned, have a lot of decisions to make in a short period of time to get that front office established and start to bring players in. It's going to be an exciting week for Mets baseball. I'll keep you posted here every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked On Mets.